This episode of the Bar Star Podcast is proudly brought to you by Louisville Music Studios. Located at 4220 Trio Avenue in Louisville, Kentucky. Zip code is 40219. And the phone number for booking is 502-693-7462. Louisville Music Studios is awesome. That is where my home base is for my new secret project. And uh, they have been amazing. The staff is amazing. David Payne has worked on a really, really cool concept and brought it to life. Uh, And he is constantly making changes over there. It's an awesome place. You guys need to go check it out because not only is it an awesome place, but they're giving away something for free. David and I had a conversation and he decided to extend our offer with a two-hour minimum. If you call that number for booking to book some rehearsal time, you will get your first hour for free. Free shit. Who doesn't like free shit? We're musicians. Most of us are broke. So check them out. If you have not checked out Louisville Music Studios yet, you need to. Like I've said before, you can go in and rehearse for a couple hours. You can rehearse for an afternoon. You can set up a monthly rental so you can have a home base to work on I don't know secret projects whatever you want to so Louisville Music Studios is awesome you need to go check them out staff is amazing the gear is amazing the room is amazing I love them they love me and uh, everything is just sunshine and fucking puppies oh yeah enjoy this episode of the show The Bar Star Podcast is a show full of stories, opinions, and sarcasm. Hosted by a working musician based in Louisville, Kentucky. Wait a second. This guy knows he's a drummer, right? Not an actual musician? Why would anybody want to... Never mind. another episode of the Bar Star Podcast. I am your host, Stephen O'Reilly. I want to thank you guys for coming back once again to hang out with my silly ass. I hope everybody had a good week. I hope everybody is doing well. And as always, I hope you guys went out and did some shit. Please make sure you check out my sponsor, Prophecy Inc., located in the ultra-fabulous Highlands in Louisville, Kentucky. You know the deal by now. Go in the shop, mention the show, and you will get 10% off your tattoo by any artist in the shop, not just Travis. And also make sure you check out my new sponsor, Louisville Music Studios, if you haven't already. You need to. If you have already, you know what's up. If you call the number for rehearsal time and you book with a two-hour minimum, you will get your first hour for free if you mention the Bar Star Podcast. We're giving away free shit, so you can't beat that. I am not alone today. I am hanging out with my amazingly hot wife. One, Stacy. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Oh my God, you're so cute. You're so cute. Thanks. So are you. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't brushed my teeth today. We've had a lazy day. We have had a lazy day. It kind of broke my foot. You did kind of break your foot. Well, not broke. It's a contusion. You have a contusion. A bad one. Well, that's what happens <laughs> when you drop five pounds of jars of shit on your feet. Yeah. That it thing's happens. nasty. Shh. Don't look at it. Ugh, I can't help it. 
Uh, Fucking gross. There's nothing nasty about this. You're right, except that toe. <laughs> that toe's pretty gross. Okay, so we are here to talk about our little adventure we just had. Yes. We went to Nam. Yes. In we Anaheim, did. the biggin. Yes, we did. We went to the biggin. Mm-hmm. Now, you've been to the summer Nam with me, mm-hmm. and the Anaheim doesn't even compare. Nope. So, I thought for today's show that we would just talk about some of the cool shit we saw. And you were with me, obviously, when I had my microphone out at the show, walking through drum hell. So, well, I'll edit that in later. Put in some of that. The sound of Nam. It's quite obnoxious, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at me like that? You have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? No, I do. <laughs> You're so flamboyant today. A little extra today. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I get to do a show with you. Mm-hmm. I like when I get to do shows with you. You hate this shit, don't you? It's fine. You can say you hate it. That's my wifely duty. Get on with it. <laughs> it's not your wifely duty. <laughs> you can tell me no. I know. I, I all... think there's a small part that likes it. I tell you no all the time. You do, and it sucks. I don't like it. I'm going to have to move on to Pornhub too, aren't I? X porn something. I don't know. I've heard, that, I've heard there's more graphic out there. Just don't put it on the credit card. Oh, no. I do the free shit. Fuck that. Okay. So, all jokes aside, we went to Nam, and it was, I will say firsthand, it was way overwhelming. Would you agree? Yes. It was fucking huge. The party of all parties. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was definitely the party of all parties. Mm-hmm. So we left here and we flew. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm totally not going to do that to you. So when we got there, uh, we didn't really know where to go. So I went straight to, well, we went straight to the Sabian booth and saw my rep, uh, Mr. Bob Rupp. I love that man. He's so awesome. And then we just walked around the show. And the coolest part for me, besides the rubbernecking that both of us were doing, was me trying to explain to you who all the people were. I did a lot of Googling. (laughs) Yes, you did. I read names on badges and Google. (laughs) Pretty damn fast. Did you know that is so-and-so? Yes, honey. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But I had to break everything down for you, which was kind of funny. I I met a new husband. Which one? You met a couple. I met a new husband at a party. Oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently... Darren J. Ashba. Well, most <laughs> listeners know him as DJ Ashba. Darren J. <laughs> Is that what his bad said? Do you know who's born in Monticello, Indiana? In November of 1974. He's the same age as me. Do you know his wife's name is Natalia? Yeah, his wife's hot. He flew her in a yes, she is. He flew her in a helicopter to propose to her. Well, he with the Las Vegas State Police helicopter, and then they somebody tried to sue somebody because it was misuse of a police helicopter. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) He can do that because his bank account is hefty. Do you know his first instrument of choice was drums? No, I did not know that. He used to get pots and pans and play drums when he was five. Nice. Mm-hmm. You know he learned to play guitar on a school bus? 
you know that you're a stalker? <laughs> I studied. You didn't study, bitch. You stalked. I studied because I wanted to know. I told you, these people are not... I don't like him because he's famous. I didn't give two shits when I met him. That's true. I hung out with him. I talked to him. He puts his pants on the same way I do. His pants are way cooler, but... Those are some cool jeans. Do you know he has his own clothing line? I did. Mm, He has a new store. He has a new store in Vegas. Yes, I did. At the Stratosphere. Yes. Which I've been to Mm -hmm. and rode all those rides. Mm -hmm. His store is actually really badass. Um, Yeah, let's see. What else did I learn about Mr. Darren J? Let's refer to him as DJ. He, uh, let's see. Beautiful Creatures. Uh-huh. Guns and Roses. Yup. 6 a.m. Yup. Pyromaniac. Pyromantics. Pyromantics. Which is Sorry. not out yet. I'm, I'm reciting all Actually, this Actually, there's memory. no S. There's no S. It's pyromantic. Uh, that was a thing he did with James Michael, who was the singer for 6 a.m. And he, when DJ and I were hanging out, he told me that he bought James Michael out, which is very interesting to me. So I'm probably giving away dirt, but the chances of DJ ever listening to the show are fucking slim to none. He was a cool person. Super and that's cool. why I chose to research him, because I didn't know anything about him. So yeah. I wanted to know. He's and super- I learned a lot of shit about him. DJ is super cool. It was it was really cool because I didn't know he was going to be there. When I was giving you the the descriptions of all these people that I was freaking out about, you were like, who the fuck's that guy? Because they were all drummers. You had no clue. I got to hang out with the one and only... I'm totally not going to edit that out if it came through. I got to hang out with the one and only Carmen Apice or Carmine Apice, however the fuck you say it. And I did see his brother Vinny, but I didn't talk to him. Carmen was cool. He is a fucking legend. Drumming legend. Uh, who else did we see? DJ. It's <laughs> <laughs> really all you give a shit about. He's the only one I researched because I was interested. That's true. Do you know he drives a murdered out Lamborghini? Yes, I didn't know that. How'd you know that? Stalker. It's kind of my job to keep up with certain musicians and rock stars. It's not... How old was his wife when they got married? Oh, that I don't know. 21. Ew. She's hot. She is hot, but and she's ew. a model. Ew. Do you know what his net worth is? Hmm. 10 million. I'm not surprised by that. He owns several companies. Oh, yeah. He owns a lot of companies. He's very smart. Oh, he's a super smart businessman. Do you know it's really hard to find a picture of him without makeup on? Yes, it is. Did you know that him and his wife were on a greeting card? I know they did videos together. They like were on reality a reality kind of thing. Yeah, there was a. Uh, well, they were on a couple of reality shows, but there were, uh, there's some greeting card with the two of them standing at an altar. Decked out in their whole DJ Asper shit. Because they got married in Vegas. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's not, well, we're done talking about DJ. It's the DJ Asper show. Apparently, it is the fucking <laughs> DJ Asper show. No, no but he it, gave me a rose. <clears throat> he did give me <laughs> And a kiss on the cheek, apparently. Yes, he did. Hey, you do what you got to do, girl. Just remember, I'm a badass drummer. <laughs> Motherfucker, need a job. <laughs> Take one for the team all you want. I don't care. Just get me a job. I really I liked him and would love to go have coffee with him somewhere. Super cool dude. All jokes super, aside, super he, cool he really dude. was. He took the time. And the coolest part about him was when I, you actually went over there and said, my husband really would like to meet you. Because you know how I am. I'm kind of standoffish about that shit because I don't really get starstruck. Which I did at NAM a couple times, which I'll talk about in a second. But when I, when he walked over to me, and or you brought him over to me, I should say. I said, hey man, I'm... I'm 
big fan. I said, I've been a fan of you since Beautiful Creatures. And he put his arm around me and took me over to the original Beautiful Creatures singer and said, dude, this guy just brought up Beautiful Creatures. So yes. I, that was kind of cool. I there thought was, was really what, three-fourths cool. of them there? Yes, because Glenn Sobel is the drummer, was the drummer on that record, um, who was very short and, and sturt with me. Sturt? Is it turt? Short and turt? Short and stout? No, he's taller than me. He was a dick. I'm yeah. not a musician. I'll say it. No, I'll say it. He was kind of dickish, but whatever. I get it. That's why I had so much fun with DJ. He didn't care who I was. No. He hung out. He no. had a good time. We laughed. We talked about his wife. Yep. We told jokes. We had a blast, and that's mm-hmm. why I was like, I want to get to know this guy. Sorry, dude. I don't really know a lot about you. I think you're cool, and you're a lot of fun to party with. No, he was. DJ was awesome. But we also met, well, I met Delana. Uh, yes, you did. Which was awesome for me. I, uh, I had my little fanboy moment with her. Uh, she is a singer who, she's been around for a long, long time, but she, I didn't know who she was until... Rockstar Supernova, which was a television show that came on 2005, 2006. Uh, Tommy Lee, Gilby Clark, Jason Newstead formed this band. It was also the same show that I found Storm Large and Lucas Rossi. Lucas Rossi ended up winning the show. Uh, but anyway, I followed her career after that show. Uh, she's put out two or three records. They're kind of hard to find, but if you can find them, you need to. But she was really cool, too. I was pleasantly surprised by her. She was actually really cool. Um, but we met Stephen Perkins from Jane's Addiction. Mm-hmm. And Carmen Very Apice. cool, dude. Yep, Carmen Apsey, which I just said. And then we were walking around, and Peter Erskine walked by. And I kind of froze in my tracks for a second. And if you don't know who he is, he's a very unassuming dude. He has, I, I don't know, quadrillions of credits to his name. But I had to break it down for Stacy, So I was like, he's the Miles Davis of drumming, which was kind of cool. I saw Jack DeJanette, and I was totally too scared to walk up to him. He's another fucking drumming legend. Uh, and then I met one of my... You weren't there Saturday when I met him. I'm not scared. Him. It's not about fear. It's about respect, and it's about, you know what? Everybody in this fucking building has talked to that dude. I'm going to give him 30 seconds of silence. I ain't silent. No, you're not. <laughs> Until I saw Seven Antonopolis. And then I fanboyed out hard. I really had to talk to him. Uh, for my drumming buddies that listen to the show, if you do not know who Seven Antonopoulos is, you need to fucking find out. He is phenomenal. Uh, and he, along with Delana, they both live in Europe. They don't even live here. Um, I think Seven's from Texas. But he's uh, he's a metal drummer, but he's... I don't, you just have to research him. Just Google his ass or YouTube him. He's fucking awesome. And then you saw Lita Ford. I did. Uh, told me where she was. We walked by her booth. That was pretty cool. Uh, she's still rocking it. Yep, still rocking it. She looks good. She's aging pretty well. I hate to be that guy, but, I mean, she has been around since the 80s. Let's talk about the concert on the Yamaha stage. That was badass. Yes. And the reason it was badass was because nobody knew who was playing. No, it was all kept secret. Yeah, they just marched people out. Yep. And Sinbad was the host, and he made some jokes. And he they did. were pretty damn funny. And we were standing there, and Sarah McLaughlin came out. She is a beast. She fucking killed it. She was yes, so she good. she did. She was so, so good. Yes. So good. She was. Very, very good. And then, so Saturday, Friday and Saturday, no, I'm sorry, Thursday and Friday we went to the show. Saturday, you didn't go to the show. Nope. I went by myself, and I only stayed for about three hours, and I finally quit. I, I couldn't do it anymore. 
it's, to the outlet mall we went. It's too big. To the outlet <laughs> mall we went where you got chucks and I got nothing. Of course I got <sighs> chucks. But I struck out. I never struck out. It sucked. I never strike out. I was sad. You do strike out sometimes eh. at the chuck store. Eh. But. I didn't this time. The only reason we bring that up is because of that fucking badass skate park inside the van store. Yes, that was cool. It was huge. Yeah. Huge indoor skate park and a shoe store. But it makes sense because Vans is. We from only Orange saw County. a fourth of the outlet mall before we left, mm-hmm. so I wish we'd had a whole day there. But that's true. I'd like to go back. Um, Anaheim. Was I liked pretty. Anaheim. We didn't go to Disneyland. We were right across the street from Disneyland. We didn't do that, but I wouldn't do that without my granddaughter anyway, because it's a kid kind of thing. True. Um, I wish we would have went to the beach. We didn't even make it to the beach. Um, Anaheim's all right. If you go to IHOP. Be prepared to take your credit card. <laughs> they're gonna charge you fifty dollars for pancakes. That um, is so true. Very touristy, very expensive. Of course, you know the drinks were not cheap, and either was anything else there. But it was cool. I'd like to go back again, like I said, and do do the beach stuff. I think if we go, possibly next year, we were we'll extend it a few days or shorten the name trip. The actual name time shorten, spend more time outside of name, or extend the vacation. We could do it either way, but I think probably what we should do if we go back is instead of going to NAM Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, we should just go Friday and Saturday or Saturday and Sunday. Well, I'm just saying we're extending to go to the beach. Oh, yeah. So we definitely have to do that. Um, had a lot of great Uber drivers give us great places to go. We just never made it to any of those places other than the outlet mall, but. And we'll hit up Nam, um, Nashville. Yeah, we'll probably go to that this year. Since last year, we were there for an hour before they closed. Oh my god! Or well, they two ch- years ago, whenever it was. Well, we yeah, we, yeah, because I didn't go last year. I but was. we have so many friends in Nashville now that we can make it a whole vi- whole weekend and mm-hmm. have a good time and hang out and. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't go this year because I had gigs that friends. weekend. We'll just have to mark it off the calendar this year. Mm-hmm. That is so true. So, what was your least favorite part of Nam? The walking for days. And the the sound, my ADD was just, I mean, there was a point I had to plug my ears. Oh, yeah. And then I read online about all the sound complaints that they Mm. were going to shut down booths and, you know, you would just have random major label artists. I don't even know who that little hip hop girl was. I should have stopped to find out, but I couldn't get to her because there was 85,000 people deep just walk up on a drum kit and just start beating the shit out of crap and next thing you know there's 500 people around her with video cameras and cell phones out and loud i mean loud it was just you know and then the next day they post all over a line that there's no performances in the booths and you know whatever i don't agree with that shit i agree with the I don't know how you'd control it. I mean, you've got 65 guitar players wanting to test out guitars, so they're all going to be playing different shit at the same time. You've got 65,000 drummers beating and banging on cymbals at the Sabian booth. You've got the dude that's hammering the actual cymbals by hand. And Which it's was just fucking like, cool. Yeah, that was very cool. Which was I got pictures cool. of him. That was very cool. But it's just, it's going to be loud. It's going to be obnoxious. It's going to be crazy. Now, do I agree with... You know, we saw the little twin country duet artist getting up and singing in the middle of a booth. No. Oh, it's not yeah, the yeah. time and place for a performance like that. Right. Um, as far as scheduled shit, no. Save it for a stage somewhere else. Do that shit elsewhere. 
um, you know, if you've got, you know, like a little bass thing or, you know, two people just start jamming, that's one thing. But a whole full-on... Trying to do a show Duet inside, performance yeah. in a booth? No, that's just too much. Now, I the don't thing agree that with I that did, shit. The thing that I did like that I thought was cool was when they had the autograph signings because they had... Uh, shit, I don't even know how many people were there, but they had uh, a lot of autograph signings. And when I went Saturday by myself, they had the... They had the drummer for Slipknot in the SJC booth. Uh, and his line was literally half of the fucking convention center right, long. Right. Just just to get the, a picture and an autograph. And I, I stood there and I watched it for a few minutes. And not because I was starstruck. I mean, I already admitted I, I had my two fanboy moments. But I watched it to see how they were doing it. And it was kind of cool because he was really trying to take a few minutes with each person and then he had the, the little fucking dudes with their earpieces no kids i'm not making that up this guy from slipknot and he had dudes with earpieces it was ridiculous that kept ushering everybody all right you're done get the fuck out of here and i was i thought that was kind of annoying but it, at least they had the people there for the the general public or the the vendors and shit to come up and say hello and get a picture and all that shit and that's great my idea of fun is hanging out and party with these people. I got some pictures. They were not posed. They were not staged. They were mm-hmm. not nothing. I never asked a single person for their autograph. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask them anything at all about their next record, their next whatever, mm-hmm. what they've done in the past. We just hung out. We chilled. We hung out. Hey, well, you want me to get you a drink? I'm going to the bar. Sure, grab me a drink. High five. Cheers. How's your wife? She's great. Where's she at? She's in Rome. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> Have you met my husband? <laughs> that's cool shit to me. I but don't want to stand in line to get somebody's autograph. Right, it's but that's, not... what, that's what the parties are for. Right. When you go to the parties, that's what they're for. We were, because the same night we met. So can we just skip the convention and go to the parties? You I'm would just be, saying. You would, you, well, you may not be shocked, but you'd be shocked how many people actually do that. They don't even go to the show. They just go to the parties. They I'm get their bags saying. so they can go I mean, to the parties. I mean, I just, it was so much fun. And just, for me, being a non-musician, walking around, just looking at how people are dressed and thinking to myself, you're a rock star. Who are you? Pulling out my phone to Google your name on your badge. Oh, my God. Do you know that's so-and-so from so-and-so? <laughs> yes, baby. I know. <laughs> I know exactly who that is. He's a legend. Well, I didn't know. He just looks like a rock star. I mean, DJ's standing in the corner off by himself with three or four other people, and I make up, and I'm like, he's got to be somebody. Who's that? Well, and when you pointed him out to me, I went, holy fuck, that's DJ Ashba. Right. I mean, I just... But then we saw Eddie Trunk. Yes, we did. And our friend BP had a mini freak out. He had yes. a freak out about DJ Ashba, but he also had a freak out about Eddie Trunk. It was good seeing those guys again, too. Yep. So we did. We ran into Chip and BP Chipper. and EpiPan, Jeff Epi. Epperson. Epi it's, wasn't feeling good. I hope he's feeling better. Yep. It's weird when you go to another fucking state way away and you run into people from home. That was bizarre. But that, I thought it was kind of funny for me because I listen to Eddie Trunk and I've, I've talked about Eddie Trunk on the show before because I listen to his podcast and shit. And BP was freaking out about it, so I got a picture of BP and Eddie Trunk, and I never said a word to Eddie Trunk. (laughs) I didn't say anything. And I had my Bar Star shirt on, too, which was even more funny. Nice. I just kind of, when I turned and walked away from him, I just kind of, 
I, I had that pregnant pause before I took a step, <laughs> hoping he saw the back of my shirt. <laughs> Those are my favorite pictures that I took the whole time, though, were the ones where... I would just take a picture of you chilling, talking to somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have pictures of me with those people. Mm-mm. I have pictures of you with them. I have pictures of BP hanging out with them. It was just a conversation. The only pictures I had posed were I took two I took two selfies. The one with Delana and the one with Seven Antonopoulos. I had to get pictures of meeting them. Uh, we saw Ricky Rocket. Yes, we uh, did. We saw... There were so many fucking A people. lot of people. Yeah, there was just too many. To know. I didn't even know who half of them were. No. Which was, that was awesome, though. They're people. They're fun. They're they're chill. They're hanging out on the same sidewalk waiting for an Uber that I am. Yep. That's what made it even cooler. Yep. They totally were. Because there, they don't... They're, there is the one place where they know they're going to get bombarded, but it's bombarded by people that appreciate them for what they are, not who they are. Well... And that's the difference. It's because it's not open to the general public. Right. Joe Schmo from Phoenix Hill can't go to Nam mm-hmm. to go meet DJ Ashba. They can. It's only open on Sunday, and, and everybody knows that. So by Sunday, all those fuckers are gone. Right. They're not even there. I didn't even know that. Yeah. See, we didn't even go. So. Yeah. Well, the, the Nashville one's the same way. It's only open to the public, the general public, on Sunday. Well, it used to be that way. But I mean, like the parties and stuff. These these aren't. Or even at Nam, like the lines are either you're either an artist. The lines that name to meet these people or get their autograph or whatever. Oh, yeah, You're yeah. either an artist, a retailer, a buyer, or a mm-hmm. guest of one of the above. Mm-hmm. So, or an educator. Yep. So it's not open to Joe Schmo from Phoenix Hill. No, no, right. no, you're right. Yeah. You know, it's it's not your random, typical. The people that go respect have respect for right who you are and what you do, like you said. Yeah, I think. And I, same thing with the parties. You can't just get into these parties. Nobody can get in these parties without a badge. No. So you're. And the one thing I thought was super cool because I had no idea is you, I think you and BP were watching the band and you know how I am. I don't go down front. I just hate it. Um, but you were watching the band at the Hilton and I just happened to be kind of near the door and I saw this dude walk in and I went, what the fuck is he doing here? It was Bob Tyrell, which freaked me the fuck out. You didn't know who he was. You know now. A lot of my listeners probably aren't going to know kids google him he's pretty much the fucking man when it comes to tattooing but the coolest part about bob tyrell is i had no idea that he is a guitar player really that's why he was at nam he was doing a performance the i guess three bars down from hilton or something it was something weird like that he was basically three or four blocks over doing a performance, packed up his gear, and then came to the Hilton to hang out. Mm-hmm. And I walked up to him because my tattoo artist, Travis King, has massive respect in this, that, and the other. So I, I kind of bumped into him purposely, and I said, hey, I hate to bother you. I said, but I just want you to know that my tattoo artist would kick the shit out of me if I didn't say hello to you. And he said, oh, yeah, who's your artist? And I said, Travis King. And he went, you tell that motherfucker I love him Oh my God, I love him and I miss him. Get a picture. I what? said, I can send it to him right now. I said, do you have his number? He goes, I think so. Let me see. And he pulled up his phone and we're comparing numbers. And he goes, yep, that's the right number. I said, you need to call him, dude. He said, well, you need to take a fucking picture. I said, well, let me get my, let me. Nice. Take a picture and send it to Travis. Yeah. So that was really cool. That was cool for me. Oh, what was Travis's response? Oh my God. Where are you? How do you, what happened? 
it was really long. I'm not going to read it on the show. Just say I found a new artist. Dude. Yeah. You're fired. <laughs> Travis, you're fired, brother. You're fired. <laughs> Bob Terrell is taking me out. But yeah, I'm in he's... his shop right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're going to dinner. But he is apparently a badass guitar player, and I had no idea. Nice. And he's a lefty. See? He's a lefty guitar player. See, you get to know things about people that mm-hmm. are just amazing. But I thought it was a cool experience, and I thought it was cool for you because I've said this on a, on another show, or I'm sure I've said it on another show. One of the cool things about our relationship is as long as you and I have been together, I it's still, I don't know what the right word is. I don't know if it fascinates or whatever, but I love to watch you be surprised about things and learn things. Like almost with an innocent wonder because you don't fucking know these people. No. You don't give two shits. <laughs> if they were singers or actors and actresses you would know more of who they are probably not if brad from three doors down walked in this room you'd know exactly who the fuck he is only because i've been in his studio (laughs) no that's chris's studio well whatever (laughs) it's where he records (laughs) but it it was it was cool for you to learn who these people are and know that a lot of them just people to me right but what i'm saying is you you not only did were you learning who they are but you were also learning, oh shit, that actually was an influence on me. Right. That part to me is cool right. because then you start to kind of connect the dots and go, oh, oh, that makes sense. I think it's, I'm speaking for the famous people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I probably shouldn't. But I think it's probably cool for them to meet somebody that has no clue who they are because that doesn't happen often in their life. I would agree so, with that. So I think it's cool for people like DJ Ashba to be able to go somewhere and hang out with somebody that really doesn't know who he is and doesn't really give a shit. Right. I'm not, oh my God, fanboy, fangirl, whatever. DJ Ashba, I must hang out with you. No, I'm like, yo, dude, I'm going to the bar. You need a drink? <laughs> <laughs> I would love a drink while you're while you're there. Here's a rose. You know what I mean? It's just it's probably just as cool for them. Right. As it is for me. Right. And it's that innocence, that pure like I don't give a shit what you've done or who you are. That's not why I want to talk to you because I just think you're fucking your clothes are cool and you wear makeup. Right. I mean, come on, dude, you paint your nails and I don't. So <laughs> No, there is that. But for the record, I was good. Was yeah. I not? You were good. No, I'm meaning I didn't. I didn't freak out and get all fanboyish. And even the two times I did get fanboyish, they never knew. I held that shit in because I didn't want to be. No, you would walk by people, and I'm like, "What is wrong with you? Go talk to them. (laughs) You know them. You respect them. You want to meet them? Go meet them." Just like I walked up to DJ and was like, "Yo, my husband really wants to meet you." He's like, "Oh yeah, who's your husband?" little baldy over there with earrings and he's like well let's go <laughs> i think he respected that about me because i'm just like dude i don't know who the yeah. fuck you are but <laughs> let's let's have a conversation let's do this. no it was fun so you you would go back absolutely all right so what was your... we will go back next year we're just gonna extend okay. we're either gonna shorten our name time or extend our vacation even a day i just i really get i can't be that close to the beach again and not go well you can't be that close to a west coast beach and not go I can't be close to that close to any beach and not go. You're right. Sunsets You're right. are my favorite. I really wanted to see the sunset on the West Coast. 
Didn't get to see that, but it's cool. You're it's right, fine. You're right. You're this right. it was not about me. This trip was all about you. You've never been able to go, so I wanted to make that happen for you. Mm, that's very true as well. And I appreciate it. On the show, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you. I've always wanted to go to Anaheim Nam. I've never got to go. Uh, I've been to the Summer Nam three, four, five, six times, whatever the hell it was. Um, but I've never got to go to Anaheim. And it was definitely worth it. It was really, really cool. But it is definitely overwhelming. But before you tell me your favorite part, which I am assuming was the parties, can we talk about Lufa Bitch? Oh my God, Mama Cupcake. <laughs> We saw a chick wearing a giant pink loofah. Not even lying. We're not making this up. She was wearing a pink dress that looked like a giant loofah. And cowboy boots. I will I will tell you that one of my favorite parts of Name was people watching. Because you saw people from all over the world, literally. literally. Good job. High five in the, the microphone. Yes. Um, you saw out. people from all over the world <laughs> that... Of course, they have different styles and different fashion and, you know, what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. And there were some things that I would can, I would say are not acceptable for public, like a giant loofah. Fair enough. But they were there to get attention. Oh, yeah. There were half-naked chicks. There were half-naked dudes. There were, you know, they didn't save it for the parties. Oh, no. Because <laughs> they weren't invited. No, that's um, true. There were some strange fashion. But I will tell you this. People in Anaheim are some of the coolest people I've ever met. Now, granted, they were from all over the world. Yeah. But even the locals, like in the stores and whatever, and I know it's because they're all stoned. The Pot jazz is legal. cabbage. The jazz cabbage smell oh was everywhere. Er, er, if I didn't work for the government, I'm just saying. If I get drug tested when I go back to work on Friday, <laughs> it was secondhand smoke. I'm just saying, I did not partake. I raised my whatever hand. I raised both my hands because if I could have, I would have. I'm just saying. Yeah, the the jazz, just because it was everywhere. The jazz cabbage abounded. I Ooh, mean, it was bad. It was the first time I'd been in a state where it's legal. Mm -hmm. Now, apparently, according to one of the police officers, it's a felony if you get caught smoking it outside your house. But they don't do shit about it. No, they don't enforce it. That shit was everywhere. Everywhere. And, of course, it was all over Nam. So, of course, they're the most chill people I've ever met. Oh, yeah. They're of course, there, nobody stoned. was fighting or arguing or loud. or no. I didn't see one single fight. And mm -hmm. there were hundreds of thousands of people. Oh, I yeah. can't even go to the local bar without seeing a fight. Oh, I know. Nobody wanted to fight. Nobody no. wanted to. They were just chilling, enjoying the music. And it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. We I was will be back next year. I was going to say on the fashion thing, because you know I'm into fashion and my listeners know I'm into fashion. We did see some badass shit as far as clothing went. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about that one fucking jacket that dude had on? That was the coolest sport coat I have ever seen at the Hilton. Like, I got up from the table and went over to talk to him. Yep. It was, I can't even describe it, but it had chains and medallions, and it was four or five different patterns. And I walked up to the dude, and I said, man, that is the coolest fucking jacket I've seen all day. And he goes, thanks. My girl made it. And she was standing right beside him, and he looked better than her, which I thought was kind of weird. But that jacket was amazing. There was some cool fashion out there. All right, so we're going to say that your favorite thing was the people watching, or your favorite thing was the party. You have to pick. What was your favorite? The parties. Hello? <laughs> 
And we ended Saturday night, even though you didn't go to a party or didn't go to the actual show with me Saturday. We ended Saturday night on the fifth floor of the Hilton by a pool. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. That was very cool. Jazz cabbage abounded up there, too. Yes. Uh, with the life-size chess. Yes. On the fucking... Own oh, hung out with your buddy. Uh-huh. We did hang out with my buddy, one Mr. Bo Swanger, who you guys will be hearing from in the next few weeks. Bo is very cool. Yes. Bo is. Bo and I have been friends for a long time. And Bo's got some stories for days. Motherfucker's got some stories for days. I'll just go this ahead and give you This was his, what, 17th NAM or 19th, something crazy? <laughs> 19th NAM. That, now, that's counting summer and winter. See you in Nashville, Bo. See you in Nashville, brother. Uh, but I will give you a spoiler. His I did have a chance to get him on the show. Uh, you guys are going to love that episode. That'll be out in a few weeks. So keep your your eyeballs and your earballs open. Cool. But that was yeah, a lot of fun. Really cool. um, but it was really cool. And I'm glad we got to go. And I'm glad you got to experience it with me. Mm-hmm. I got to hang out and meet Bob Rupp. Yes. Bob is He's awesome. been a big part of our family for a long time. And, and you've never met him. I've never met him. And <laughs> God love him. Love that man. And for those of you guys that don't know, Bob Rupp is my Sabian symbol rep. Uh, and Bob is battling brain cancer mm-hmm. for the second, second time. time. And he's so going to kick keep him in your ass. prayers. Keep him in your prayers. He's mm-hmm. struggling, but... He's a good dude. One of the coolest people I've ever met. Big hugs, big hugs. You talk about stories for days. Whew. Right. That dude has seen it all. Right. All right, so let's... Uh, I think now's a good time for me to kick you the fuck out of here. Ugh. <sighs> Because you're getting all teary-eyed thinking about Bob. I'm going to the couch. You're going to the couch? Yep. <laughs> all right, wait. Any last words? No. Nothing? You're just going to leave him hanging like that? All to myself. Oh, girlfriend. There's so many reasons I love you. Peace. I think now I'm going to put in some of that stuff from the uh, actual NAMM show when we were walking around with a microphone so they can hear how noisy it was. Okay. All right, see ya. Bye. Alright, so this is fucking obnoxious. It's fantastic. I love it. But I really don't love it. It's brutal. Yep. So we're at Nam. Walking around Nam. I'm at the Sabian booth and now I'm leaving. I have my hot wife with me. Who's looking at me like I'm a fucking retard. Which is kind of funny. I think it's funny. Now we're walking into drum hell. It's Friday. I don't know what time it is. Whatever fucking West Coast time. Loud as shit. We saw Lita Ford. Saw a bunch of other people. Glenn Sobel. Some old dude at Schlegel Drums. It's kind of cool. It's interesting, to say the least. 
There's all kinds of good stuff happening. But I wanted to walk around and do it this way so you can hear how obnoxious Nam can be. Because it gets so fucking loud. And every time we turn around, Stacy goes, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? I don't fucking know. I don't have a clue. That's a hairdo and a half right there. That's pretty fucked up. It's a lot of dreads with a reverse mohawk and tattooed in the center. Kind of weird. But I like it. So, anyway, this is what Nam sounds like. Kind of interesting. Huh. Fuck is that? Virtual reality drumming shit. It's weird. And the most expensive drum kit in the world, apparently. What? Scott Dolly was here. Oh, yeah, he was. Take a picture of that. Fresh pinstripe, that's kind of cool. Pretty neat, pretty happening. All right, now we're gonna go to real drum hell, where it's really, really loud. A lot of virtual drums this year. I shouldn't say this year. I should say there's a lot of virtual drums at this thing. It's kind of crazy. Yep. Oh, and there's this company called A&F Drum Company out of Austin. Their shit is badass. You need to check them out, all my drummer buddies. Make some cool fucking shit. Whoa. 
Really like their shit. It's really fucking cool. Like old vintage drums, but with kind of modern hardware shit. It's pretty badass. They were established in 2016. So there you go. So there's some of the shit from Nam. Not much. I just really wanted you to hear the ambiance, the ambiance, or the fucking noise, whatever you want to call it. So yeah, I'm out of here for now. See you later. So now we're in Guitar World. Guitar World's way quieter than Drum World, yet still kind of obnoxious. And that's pretty much Guitar World. Very quiet. I'm out. I'll be back later. Well, that's it, kids. That's the show for the week. Stacy is on the couch. I am still in here talking to you. Uh, I hope you dug it. I hope you dug this little peek into Nam if you've never been. Uh, and uh, if you've never been and you are a musician, you need to go. Uh, go to the Nashville one, go to the Anaheim one. Either one is fine. Uh, you're going to have way more shit to do at the Anaheim one. Uh, it is fucking huge. It's ginormous. Uh, and it really is overwhelming. And I don't mean that in a mean way or a derogatory way. You just you have to have a lot of time and be ready to walk because there's so much shit to see. We went all day Thursday, all day, fr- well, most of the day Friday. Uh, and I went for three hours by myself on Saturday, and we still didn't see all of it. Uh, there was a couple floors we didn't even see. 
So it's really cool. If you ever get a chance to go, you need to. The parties are awesome. The people are awesome. So with that, I am out of here. Uh, I will be bringing you some cool stuff from Nam, some people that I hung out with while I was out there uh, in the next couple weeks. So be looking for that. Uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you for everything. Keep the downloads coming. Keep the subscriptions coming. Keep the ratings coming. Keep buying t-shirts at barstarpodcast.com. Uh, it just helps the show because I bring you the show for free every week. And uh, with that, I am out of here. And as I say at the end of every episode... Go do some shit. Seriously, beat it. Get the fuck out of here. Go do something. Go to Nam. Nam's coming in July. It's coming to Nashville. My little people, that's a couple hours down the road. So uh, make your plans. Make your plans. Make your plans. Go to Nam. Go do some shit. Go do something cool. So until next time, I will talk at you soon.